Hey, it's Jamisha, and you're listening to the You Look Okay To Me podcast. In this episode, I talk about one part of my diagnosis story. A lot of us have similar stories. In fact, it's the fact that we were told we didn't have a chronic illness, and look at us now. This is the story of how I got diagnosed with lupus. Somebody asked me on my Instagram a while ago to share my diagnosis story, and I wasn't going to do it at first because mainly I've actually done this video already. I've been thinking about it a lot lately and I've changed my mind. That's partly because it was literally the first video I created for You Look Okay To Me and frankly, I cringe every time I look at it, but also because I created that video not long after my diagnosis and I was in a completely different headspace than I am now. I think I left out how I actually really felt about the way I was treated. I don't think that really got through in that particular video, so I'm gonna make it again. Let's go back to 2011. That's me in my wannabe emo stage. At that age, I was really active. I did every sport that was available to me, but my favorite was running track. I'd like to say I wasn't that bad. I mean, I wasn't the best. And if I look back, my form was not that great, but we won a couple times, so I can't complain. So with all that being said, I didn't know why I was feeling the way I was feeling back then. I'd get random bouts of joint pain, fatigue and muscle ache. But if I'm like in shape and I'm doing sport all the time and I'm eating fairly regularly, why was this happening to me? When I turned 18, I became a lot less active. I was so focused on my A-levels and other stuff that I didn't really think about working out. But at that time, I felt myself just getting weaker and weaker to the point where I thought, well, maybe that's why I'm so sick. It's because I'm not being active. I wanted to do something that would change my life and I'd get stronger. And I decided to do a program called Insanity. Don't give up, you can do it, come on. Do you not remember this program when it used to get advertised on teleshopping every night? I used to do it and it would kill me. But eventually I got quite good at it and got in pretty good shape. And then I had my first flare up. I spent so much time in bed at that time. Some days I would sleep for like 16 hours and I still wouldn't feel refreshed. On other days I couldn't sleep because the pain was so intense. And the worst part about all of that is that I thought it was my fault. I tried to figure out what was going on with me and I would constantly go to my doctor just asking, yo, this is not getting better. Please tell me what's going on. And I would get a bunch of explanations, which would include anemia, my diet, vitamin D deficiency, hormones, my period, and my favorite, my absolute favorite, puberty. This wasn't enough for me because once again, I just kept getting worse. Also, can we talk about blood tests real quick? I would have quite a few of them when I would go to my appointments and they would all come back clear. The thing is though, those blood tests don't necessarily check everything. They're not necessarily looking for other conditions, i.e. like, lupus. Because of that, I ended up using something called Benenden, which I think is like health insurance that my parents sort of pay into. They have like a 24 hour helpline. By the way, this is not sponsored, but they have this 24 hour helpline that I would call up and I basically told them what was going on. They kind of thought that I would either have like lupus or arthritis, but obviously they can't diagnose me. They told me these are the specific blood tests that you should be asking for. So it's only when I went back to my GP and asked for those specific tests, that's when things started to move. At this point, I'm thinking my journey is almost over. I got what I wanted, I got referred, my questions are gonna be answered. Didn't quite work out that way. I saw a bunch of rheumatologists at this stage. <laughs> I saw one that tried to diagnose me with arthritis without actually giving me any x-rays or scans. The second rheumatologist I saw was amazing and she kind of predicted that it was lupus, most likely. She did all the tests and scans that she was supposed to do. She did blood tests, there were a lot of them. She did everything she could think of to try and figure out what was going on with me. And I really liked her and I was hoping to see her again. Unfortunately, 
I never saw her again. I saw someone else. And that's where things went left. Yeah, so when I first saw this lady, I found her to be quite cold and dismissive, but that, that's fine because this appointment, it wasn't about her. It was supposed to be the moment I would find out whether I had lupus or not. And it's fine if I didn't, I just wanted to know the answer. She was like, oh yeah, because lupus, blah, blah. And I'm like, wait, pause, what, huh? What? <laughs> Like she kind of glossed over it and I had to tell her to calm down like, yo, I've got lupus. And she's like, yeah, yeah. Okay. I had a follow-up appointment with this same doctor that was quite cold and dismissive. She didn't have my notes in front of her and I thought that was a bit strange. Then when I got to her, her tune changed. She felt like the reason why I was so tired in so much pain, had muscle aches and had this rash over my face at the time was due to depression. Now, depression can cause these symptoms for some people. I just felt like in my case, that wasn't the reason. She suggested for me to see a psychotherapist and take an antidepressant called progabalin. She also then took me into a room away from my mum who was at the appointment and asked me very leading questions, started touching me in certain places and asked me leading questions to see if I was in pain or not. To be honest, I was in pain all over. So of course I was gonna say yes to many of the questions she asked. She then came back after asking me those questions and then was like, yeah, it's fibromyalgia. That's what you have. I have a few problems with all of this. Number one, fibromyalgia is a real condition but also mental health conditions are also very real and legitimate. I just found in my particular instance, she delegitimized both of these conditions at the same time, making them kind of feel not that important or not that serious. And that my friends, is unethical. Number two, she didn't have my notes. How can she make a judgment about my diagnosis and my health without my notes of my medical history in front of her? Like, how can you do that? What it said in my notes is that I actually tested positive for a certain antibody in my blood. You can't diagnose lupus with just blood alone. You need to look at the bigger picture. But even so, she didn't have that in front of her. So how can you dismiss a whole disease, which I actually do have, without having my notes in front of you? Number three, it's actually possible to have fibromyalgia and lupus at the same time. It's also possible to have lupus and a mental health condition at the same time. It's also possible to have lupus, fibromyalgia, and a mental health condition at the same time. I was so pissed. I was pissed. I was pissed. This woman is sitting across from me and chatting the most air. She's chatting so much rubbish, like talking about how she knows me really well and that's why she's able to tell that I am suffering from depression. Like, no, you don't know me well. You've met me twice and you were supposed to see me every month, but it took 20 weeks for my next appointment to happen with you. My mum knew what to do. We complained. And very shortly after we wrote the complaint letter, I was referred to the lupus clinic by this particular doctor. Very, very quickly got referred. So I then got seen at Guy's in St. Thomas Hospital, which has a lupus ward run by Professor De Cruz. My favorite, I stand him forever. I went through the blood test again. I did the scans again. Once again, if it's not lupus, it's fine. I just wanted to know for sure. And I just didn't trust the last doctor with what she was saying. After all that testing, I remember sitting across Professor De Cruz's desk. He was tapping away on the keyboard and we didn't say a word. It was just this dead silent and it felt like forever. Then he turned to us and he said five words that changed my life. Well, of course it's lupus. Is that five words? And just with that short phrase, I felt vindicated. I felt validated. I felt like I wasn't losing my mind. After someone takes your diagnosis like that, you doubt yourself. So I was happy. But let me be honest, uh, I was happy at first, but then comes life after diagnosis. Then comes the question, 
so what now? But that's for another video. I'm not gonna actually talk about it in this video because I think I've talked your ear off long enough. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for watching my second version of my diagnosis story. And I know that most of us with chronic illnesses have had similar diagnosis stories. Uh, so tell me your diagnosis story in the comments below. Anyway, thank you guys so much for watching that video. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you're watching this on YouTube and you liked the video, make sure you hit the thumbs up button and subscribe to this channel and turn on the notification bell so you can be made aware of whenever I upload a video. Thank you guys so much for watching that video. I really hope you enjoyed it and I will see you in the next one.